This episode is sponsored by Free Market Kids. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Orange Hatter. Today, you're listening to part two of my conversation with Elizabeth. So, what is it about Bitcoin that makes you think it's something that can be a problem solver for what we just talked about? The way I kind of broke it down in my head, because sure, there's always a risk. It's new. Uh, but as I saw, I, I weighed it as an alternative. So I have this money that I get paid in, that I've been saving in. It's digital. That's the thing. Most people think that your money, you can always cash it out, but you can't cash out all of it because there's just not enough mm -hmm. cash in the system. So yes, our dollar is digital already. And some people shy away from Bitcoin because it's all digital, but so I'm comparing two digital monies. One, I can verify, you know, that there's a scarce amount, meaning I know how much Bitcoin there will be, how much is issued at this moment, I can look it up. And so I have this side-by-side -side digital money and then I have the US dollar, which nobody knows how much is in the system and nobody knows um, how much there will be, all we just know is that there will be much more in the future. And so you have one that is, is increasing in supply and you have one Bitcoin that is decreasing in supply uh, over time. And so I just looked at those, you know, with this scarcity mindset and one will become more valuable over time and one won't. And I've watched that happen personally. So it has convic convinced me already that um, saving in something that is scarce is much better than saving in something that you don't have any control over. Uh, somebody else can, can take away your value by making more of it. And you can't stop that. So the only way I thought I could stop it is personally if I opt out in some way. So that's how I think. Can you go back to your question? Is this answering it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm just trying to paint a clear picture for someone who's trying to understand it because it does sound almost fantastic. Like the question might be, is that even possible? Can we, can we literally exit our current monetary system. I hear a lot of people ask me, well, the, the government's not gonna allow it. I hear there's so much. The government is not gonna allow it, it's gonna go to zero. I hear that a lot, right? So they don't believe that they can exit the system. And what I tell them is, it's not gonna happen overnight. It's gonna take time. And then of course the follow-up question would be, well, how long would it take? because I can't put my money somewhere where I can't access it. For people who are just not able to save up even more than a few dollars every month because mm -hmm. they're living month to month due to the cost rise being so unpredictable. I mean, we all know that inflation is part of life. We expect it, right? But we don't know we can't predict how quickly price rises. And that makes it very 
difficult to plan. And then people start taking investment risks because they feel like that's the only way that they can hedge against the future and protect their their savings, right? Because right now, yeah. does it make any sense to save? Like for the sake of saving, does it make any sense to save? It actually doesn't because your money is losing purchasing power all the time. You can just save. You have to save then invest it somewhere and that involves risk. So I think for people sitting on the fence looking at Bitcoin, they think maybe along those lines and because of the price volatility, it's a very risky inflation hedge. And that, especially when I talk to older people, the older people have seen more suffering through our financial system, right? Uh, for example, the retired couple, they've spent their lifetime working, doing the right thing. They are now in retirement and they're worried that one day soon, they the price of food would be so high, they can't buy what they need or what they would like, Right. they are convinced that the fiat system is broken, but they are not convinced that they should enter the Bitcoin space. So, I mean, I'm just curious how you handle that with somebody that is older and um, with the volatility. Yeah, well, I know that my answer is not great, but I'll tell you what I tell them. I tell them it's going to it's going to have to work itself through um it's it's almost like a evolution right you have to work work through the beginning stages and then eventually to maturity so the maturity is what we all dream of as bitcoiners we we dream of the day when bitcoin is the global currency and we are no longer slaves to inflation monetary inflation right or at least not slaves, victims of monetary inflation. That's our dream. But no one can truly predict how long it will take for us to get from here to there. Because yes, the government is not going to sit back and go, yeah, sure, go do whatever you want. We're exiting their system. They're going to put up a fight, right? So there's going to be some struggles until you get there. And it's true, if they're already in their 70s, it probably won't happen during their lifetime. So what I tell them is the best thing you can do right now is to educate yourself enough to tell your children about it. And so your children can tell your grandchildren about it. This will be for posterity. This unfortunately probably won't happen during their lifetime unless or the past 100. Who can tell, right? Yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, my parents are in their 70s and I still think it's, probably a good idea to get some because there's even if it doesn't reach a certain level in their lifetime uh, they still have to decide what to do with the money that is is incoming or that they have saved uh, because that is the melting ice cube that's losing the value so even in their lifetime um, they will have to they will have to Put their money into something because savings, you know, the savings account, they, they just like everybody has to become almost an expert in finance, right? right. A lot, um, maybe you have a little more time in retirement, but you know, usually people don't have time to really know what to invest in um, because savings, 
savings does get eaten up with inflation. It does. There, for this particular family, they've put their money in stocks and mutual funds. Yeah, and so they do. They're they're now in the stage where they're withdrawing their funds to live on, and f- I can't tell them take it out of the fund and put it into Bitcoin because tomorrow it might drop twenty five percent. But they need to live on that. So we actually had a very long discussion with them, and they are wanting to participate, but they fear participating when the price swing is so dramatic, and they are having to live on the money. So I think it comes back to education and timing, because nobody can truly predict. How this thing is going to play out, you know? Yeah, and one thing I tell people as well, because a lot of people see the price and they think, "Wow, that's really expensive." Um, but it's just a, it's just a that unit bias. So if you move the decimal over one, could you instead of buying one, could you buy a tenth of a Bitcoin, which that makes it much more affordable, right?、Um, or even a hundred to start with a hundredth, and then you're you're One out of well, if you if you do if you can get up to one tenth of a bitcoin, that would be you'd be one out of two hundred and ten million units, <laughs> and that's still、yeah. that's still、um, you, you know if you had only two hundred and ten million units of any currency, and that was the that was the most you'd ever that would be the most of the supply.、Mm-hmm. That's not even enough for every American to have one tenth of a bitcoin. Right. So some people talk about that. You know, well, you don't put all your money in, even if you're young, or even if you're older. You you start with maybe one percent or something, or a little bit each month. And that's if you if you want to know more about Bitcoin, I encourage doing something so that you can learn how to have Bitcoin, so you can learn how to hold Bitcoin. So if you get some, I think I learned way more about Bitcoin. By being motivated, once I had a little Bitcoin, and、yeah. that's、uh, that's you know true with most things. If you if you just、uh, get some Bitcoin to start, yeah, have have stake in it, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even、For、you can、sure. buy you can buy ten dollars worth of Bitcoin. You can.、Um, so just learning about it is 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 the key for sure. Yeah. So, can you talk a little bit about your process? Because、um, you sound really studious. <laughs> it sounds like you've done a lot of self study, and you were self motivated too. So,、um, how did you start? Where did you start looking? And what was the progress like?、Uh, I just remember that day being very curious. Once I once I heard the video, just say. When, when she said, "I only take Bitcoin," and she had this weird set of numbers and letters up, and I just thought, "Oh, I know nothing about this," but I was excited about it. I think I spent that day just hours, and I don't even—I wish I remembered what I looked at, but I think I just looked at、uh, maybe talk forums and articles. You know, some of it probably wasn't even correct because <laughs> I don't think people even knew what Bitcoin. Well, we still don't really know what the implications are, or you know, what is Bitcoin? Nobody really has a great explanation.、Um, you can go in many ways. So,、uh, 
I think I just read a lot of articles online and then I would read a lot of comments below the articles and they were always um, either extremely um, negative towards Bitcoin, like it wouldn't work. Or, you know, then, then you'd read something where somebody was insightful about how, how it could help people in the future. So there weren't any books that I remember at the time. I didn't read any books. So it was all just online searches. And I do not remember where I went. Um, I think it's gotten so much better over the years. And so actually I would say my knowledge has increased about some of the important things in the last three years. Mm -hmm. um, I had a bit more time when everything shut down like most people. And so I remembered that uh, note to self, it's time to start learning more about Bitcoin. So. So how has your life changed since you found Bitcoin? Have, how do you um, live differently? Um, I would say when I found it, I, I don't know if I it changed my life at, at all right away. I just, I knew why I, was, why I was getting Bitcoin was because I knew that our money was getting worthless. And so this was always like a backup, backup for me anyway. So I had no... It wasn't hard for me to keep holding it. It was always my plan to just um, have it because as I was already looking for ways to get out of um, the dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and anyway, so. How do you see things differently now that you've been in the Bitcoin space with more in-depth understanding of it versus in the very, very beginning? That's true, yeah. So in the very beginning, it was just something to, um, just in case, that's kind of what I did. And then it, um, it it changed into, I guess, almost something I was very fortunate to have, meaning I felt like this is really valuable to me. Mm-hmm. And maybe that just took some time. And like, I was very grateful to even know about it and was grateful for having that um, knowledge about money in general because that's not something we ever taught. So I think I think overall it's been I've been very grateful for for it. Mm-hmm. And then also I what's great about Bitcoin is over time Bitcoin gives you time. So once you kind of have a little bit more confidence in the savings aspect of Bitcoin. And over time, it does maintain its value against the dollar. In fact, it supersedes it by far. Um, Then you, you, you can start to maybe even slow down and think about what you, what you want to do. So the time thing with uh, Bitcoin has been probably the thing that's changed my life the most, that it's given me the gift of time. Thank you for joining us today. We will continue this conversation tomorrow. Be sure to come back and hear the rest. See you next time.